Are you making bad decisions? Hi, my name is Amit and this is part one of a three-part series podcast where we will talk about effective decision making. Every hard decision is a tough choice where a leader needs to balance risk, principles and pragmatism. Despite good intentions and thorough analysis, many times critical decisions go wrong. It is impossible to determine the cost of bad decisions made by managers, leaders and executives in an organization. So what makes us make these bad decisions? And more importantly, which aspects of our decision-making process lead us to bad choices? In this first part of podcast, we will explore these questions in detail. So let's pick up the first question. What makes us make bad decisions? There are many reasons which can lead us to make bad decisions. Research indicates that an average adult takes about 35,000 decisions daily. With most of them minor decisions, this is not a significant problem. However, these many number of decisions can overpower our cognitive abilities and lead us to incorrectly or incomprehensively apply heuristics which are nothing but thinking shortcuts to critical decisions. Let's explore some phenomena that influences our decision-making ability. First, let's talk about overanalyzing. Excessive analysis of things and issues that prevents us from moving further is one cause. Overanalysis is when the decision maker gets overwhelmed with the information, ideas or opinions and cannot decide or decide suboptimally. The next influencing factor is decision fatigue. Decision making is cognitively taxing. Every decision, even minor ones, consume mental energy and collectively drain us not to have enough mental power to deal with decisions that needs heavy lifting. Our mind is smart enough to take the path of least resistance and trick us into arriving at critical decision faster to avoid thinking deeply and clearly. Next is group thinking. In this age of instant gratification and constant communication on social platforms, etc., our minds are continuously bombarded with what other people are doing, behaving, etc. These influence our decisions and take it more towards what the group would decide or agree to or would like. And that may not necessarily be a well-thought-through decision. Third aspect is inadequate risk assessment. Most critical decisions should be subjected to a thorough assessment of risk. This, however, does not happen objectively enough in many situations, leading us towards creating a lopsided evaluation of the choices and their repercussions. The factors we just spoke of, over-analysis, 
decision fatigue, group thinking, inadequate risk assessment, or decision-making process, and they can really skew our process of deciding and make us take bad decisions. However, for critical decisions, most of us have a systematic analytical decision-making process to decide on issues and choices that have significant impact. This process is not fail-proof and in fact varies in output. Additionally, this process is prone to acquiring biases. What we need to remember is that the quality of our decision is proportionate to the quality of our decision-making process. The better the process of decision-making, the better the outcome or the decision quality will be. Our decision-making process changes with time and if we are not cautious and self-aware, it is likely to deteriorate. We can improve our decision-making process by analyzing our decisions and questioning the method we use to arrive at a decision. We'll cover this part in more detail in the next part of this podcast, where we look at how we can design a better decision-making process. But first, let's talk about two significant areas that influence our decision-making and lead us to wrong decision. So the question is, which aspects of our decision-making process lead us to bad decisions? The decision-making process is a reasoning process based on assumptions of the decision-maker's values, preferences, and beliefs. Errors in decision-making process can be classified into two categories. First, is incorrect identification of errors. These are errors that result from aiming at the wrong problem. Here, one has essentially made an incorrect conclusion of the issue or the situation and the context in which the decision needs to be made. Incorrect identification errors can occur due to reasons like incorrect framing of the problem and context oversimplifying or overcomplicating the choice to be made and jumping into what needs to be decided quickly. Incorrect identification error lead to distorting the inputs needed for thorough evaluation of the decision-making process. The second category is bias-based error. Bias is disappropriate weight in favor or against an idea or thing, usually in a close-minded, prejudiced or unfair way. Biases can be innate or learned. People may develop preferences for or against an individual, a group or a belief. We are continuously under pressure to subscribe to a bias, consciously or at a subconscious level. Take the news as an example. Irrespective of where you are on the planet, you are influenced, advised, or tried to feel in a particular manner. Marketing is yet another example where you are targeted 
to create a favorable bias towards a product or a fear against another. These biases act on our psychology and influence our decisions, orientations and ideas. Things get even more complicated when you need to collaborate with others to decide on critical issues. This would mean that conflicting biases may be at play and distort your or others' view of reality. Being aware of your bias is critical to identify thinking traps that need to be consciously avoided to ensure high-quality decision-making. Let's look at some thought-provoking questions to evaluate our decision-making process. First, how strong is the evidence convincing you on a particular decision? What if, if it is wrong? How strong is the evidence for the other alternative decision? What assumptions are you making? What's the impact if they are incorrect? Which aspect have you not adequately analyzed or overanalyzed? Have you generated or considered other options adequately? What is the cost of making an error in this decision? How can it be reduced? Are you emotionally strong and stable when taking the decision? Have you oversimplified it to a binary decision? Does it need to be binary? How reliable is the information you depend upon for this decision? What pressure constraints are you assuming for this decision? What if these constraints are unfounded or not to the level you thought? How would that change your decision? And finally, which opinions and ideas are you influenced by for this decision? The set of questions I just shared are to trigger you to think about your decision-making process more deeply and question where you need to fortify or change your thought process. Analyzing and improving our decision-making process is necessary to make effective decisions, significantly when ambiguity increases in situations. In the next part of this podcast, we will look at biases. We will look at what are the main types of biases, how can we identify those in our thought process and avoid them in making critical decisions. I hope you found this useful. Take care.